Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and, of course, wealth insurance. That's what we do. The physical delivery of gold and silver, uh, something that we, we know. Listen, when, when it gets bad, that's when you really are going to, to be happy that you have your gold and silver put away. Uh, Jason, this division in this country uh, really getting worse seemingly by the day. Uh, I thought an absolutely, you know, the, 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 the Ukrainian-Russian war, idiotic. Uh, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan, idiotic. Uh, now, uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, uh, Jason, I-, I just don't get what's happening. Yeah, well, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stories going around. You, you got to see what's, what's happening. I- you know, I, I, I don't understand. And again, this is, this is part of the reason why, you know, Jason, I would say it all the time. Democrat, Republican, right? It, 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 they're one and the same. Uh, this is absolutely ridiculous. I, I think they're so scared. Uh, of Trump running again. They're trying to, f- I, 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 this is what I think. They're just trying to find something so he's not allowed to run uh, in, in 2024. Uh, and, and let's face it, let's be honest. There's, they've got, the left has no good candidates. The right, we don't have any good candidates. I mean, what, what are they going to do? Uh, run Biden again? Run Hillary? Right? I mean, uh, Kamala Harris is a joke. Uh, and, and again, the, they just are dividing this nation. Uh, it, it's incredible. It really is. I, I, I think this is just a, an example of, of them trying to hang on to power, and, and this is how they're doing it. That's right, Joe. This is, uh, you know, we, we can't tell if this is politics as usual because Trump is such an unusual uh, character, but it, it, it sure seems like a lot of uh, politics as usual, Democrats versus Republicans. I guess we'll... We'll find out yeah, further the down Republic, the line. And where are they? I, I mean, I, I mean, DeSantis said something, but I mean, let's face it. Uh, I, I've never seen uh, all these elected politicians, you know, from Hillary's emails, Hunter Biden, right? We can go through this. We haven't seen this. And now this is this is a former president that we're talking about. Uh, and again, over what? I don't know what. He took some papers home. I mean. Well, it's, it's yeah, it was. Uh, uh, you know, secure papers. It was, you know, it was, it was uh, not for no one's eyes well, he only. Took the nu- he took the nuclear launch codes home. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> Give me a break. Well, it, it, the point, the point being is, is uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the type of data that uh, you, you know, it's 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 off. You know, it's it's it, this is this is secret. This is government secrets, and you can't you can't you know, this can't be out there. Well, you know, of course, Hillary Clinton and many other people have. You know, and you have their their computers, the data, and all that that's out there. Why, why didn't they prosecute and go after Hillary? You know, there's, there's you got that angle to the whole thing. It's 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 just Washington's so slimy, Joe. It's it's so hard to it's it's so uh, hard and, to. And again, this just is a another uh, I think example of how they've uh, loaded the inner workings of the government uh, with with the the leftists, the FBI now really. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, is nothing more than another arm of the Democratic Party. 
Yeah, I, I can I can agree with with that for sure. There's a, uh, the Democrat Party is much worse than the Republican Party. I just wish the Republican Party was actually trying to fix what's uh, going yeah. on. <laughs> right, we we don't actually have uh, the party that we need to have, but uh, yeah, so very interesting developments. Uh, you know, we, we've got gold higher uh, uh, again this morning. Uh, Wall Street uh, down, not a lot, but down down a little bit. As uh, we watch uh, all of these different things uh, play out, and, and and of course, you know, from from Alex Jones to Donald Trump to uh, the upcoming elections in November, uh, it what looked like was going to be a massive wave of Republicans. We'll have to wait and see, uh, but it doesn't look like it's going to be the huge wave that I think a lot of people were thinking uh, just a few months ago. But we'll have to see. That's right, Joe. We'll have to we'll have to see what happens. You know, it's uh, the uh, the October market collapse and sort of the, the 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 geopolitical stuff that we've been talking about. You know, that that's when the waters are calm around Taiwan. That would be the time for for China to do whatever they're going to do about Taiwan. It's also uh, right before the midterm elections. There's all kinds of finger pointing you can do as a central banker when things go bad. Yep, and again, the legislation that passed the Senate yesterday, uh, just nothing more. The you know the Inflation Reduction Act, nothing really more. Let's let, let let's let's call it what it is. Hey, we're going to give out handouts to to the quote unquote green energy that we already know is not sufficient, uh, and then on top of that, we're going to blow up the size of the IRS. That's really uh, what it was about, and this is what happens. Uh, around these times up at Alexa, hey, real quick, let's get these things slammed in there and, 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 and call it what it really is. And we're going to call it the inflation bill when really it, it's once again the government, uh, spending taxpayer money on things that don't work. Oh, and oh, by the way, uh, we're going to blow up the size of the IRS, but don't worry. Don't worry. It's not for you poor people. So for anybody that doesn't have anybody, you don't have to worry about getting audited by the IRS. It's just those guys, hey, if you if you're making over four hundred grand between I'll, I'll say this, this is my personal anyone making between four hundred grand and a million dollars, you better be worried about your wealth. That's all I'm saying. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Not a lot of economic data out. We had some housing data out. Uh, I don't need to bore you with the details. It wasn't good. Uh, inventories way up. Uh, what they call stale listings. Stale listings are listings uh, that have been on the market for thirty days. Sixty percent of the house is considered stale. Uh, not not a great sign, right? Inventory is continuing to rise. Uh, so far, uh, there's been some price reductions, but uh, not nearly enough, so we'll have to wait and see. Rice futures uh, skyrocketing on a bad harvest in India. Uh, by the way, India, 40% of the world's rice is from India, uh, about 22 metric tons. Uh, they're saying that India may... Uh, be slapping on re-export restrictions. Uh, they're saying that Bloomberg is saying that prices could reach $400 a ton by next month. Uh, that's about double uh, what it used to be. 
can do about three metric tons of rice. Uh, Steak Shack, is it Steak Shack? Is that who it is? Uh, the burger chain. Uh, they, they came out and said, oh, by the way, yeah, Shake Shack. Sorry, Shake Shack. Uh, they got to raise prices again. Uh, it's the second time this year. And, 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 and I think, Jason, this just goes to that underlying uh, inflation that we're going to be seeing on the uh, with the Fed, uh, more rate hikes, uh, more than I thought uh, are going to be happening uh, September. I'm still at three, another three quarters in September, uh, but now I think they're probably going to raise rates, like you said, Jason. You've been saying this all along. You think they're going to raise rates uh, in October and December? Uh, yeah, I, I, it, I think it depends on the, these next two CPI numbers. If, if, they, if they stay at nine one or go higher, which I think is very possible, Joe, uh, they'll raise rates into next year. I, I don't see how they can stop it. I think what really what they're trying to do, Joe, is just to get the thing to slow down and, and, and balance off. I don't think they have an interest in completely smashing and crashing the markets and everything if they don't have to. But I think they're okay with high inflation as long as they can tell people, look, it's it's coming down or it's 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 uh, balancing off, you know, then they'll be okay. I mean, I think the numbers may, because these are, you know, that CPI number is year over year, so it doesn't really paint the whole picture. You know, these numbers are, there's always, you have to know what the numbers are. And if you look at the, the 2021 numbers in May, June, July, August, September, they were, they were in the fives and mid fives. Starting in October, it got to the sixes, and in November, it got close to seven, and December was seven. So, those numbers could, when we get to October, November, December, drop a little bit. But, I mean, you know, it's still really, really bad. So we'll see what the numbers are, Joe. And I think, I think interest rate hikes into next year is very possible, but it all depends on the, the fake or real data that they use. And I think the CPI number, that's, that's going to be big, Joe. They're, they're, I mean, that's 9.1 is, is, is a nightmare for them. And so what is what yeah, what, what happens? See. Yeah. Yeah. Nine five. What if it's nine five? Nine five is just a disaster for them. I'm really worried about uh, the the even bigger fake number, uh, that core CPI, which they say that they care about. Well, yeah. Uh, that that number. Yep. That 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 number's uh, been uh, uh, just got. I think to six. I think that number is the number that's going to stay hot. And, and, and we're going to see a lot more rate hikes uh, because of it. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is, a, a, and again, anything can change here, but I think we've seen uh, the low in oil prices. I actually think oil prices, I think we're going to get another big increase in oil prices uh, here heading into the winter months uh, because the the supply demand fundamentals have not changed and and like I said uh, we've been fortunate that we haven't had a lot more is and, and that's just not going to last so we'll have to wait and see well Joe they're causing that. they're causing a situation for oil prices to go up you know we live in America so for us to think about not driving somewhere is is unthinkable but in other countries like China, they don't really need to drive to work in a lot of places. They're in these huge cities where if they have to, they could take a taxi or a bus or walk or bike. So I think the amount of people not using gasoline because it's just not a part of their budget is creating a lot of people not buying oil. I think I think demand for oil is going way down, but what are they doing worldwide? They're, they're lessening the ways we can get energy. I, I, I still think Germany getting rid of all of that nuclear energy, is that's the stupidest thing ever. 
and it's going to cause the oil prices to at least stabilize where it's at, and, and looks like it'll go up dramatically, Joe. I mean, it should go up dramatically here. If they would simply create more energy, those oil prices would drop huge, because I don't think people can afford this inflation, Joe. The prices should be way down. Uh, it's going to be really, really interesting. And, and one of the things that we've been worrying about with the slowdown, because okay, we knew uh, with what happened the last time, how vulnerable uh, Wall Street and the banks are, uh, the fact that rates now are going to go higher than people. kind of interesting what gold's doing right now. Because remember why gold was falling. Uh, the dollar had this big rally because the Fed was in rate hiking mode. Uh, but everybody, including myself, was saying, hey, listen, this probably won't last that long. Probably won't last that long. Well, now everybody's changing their tune and saying, man, this is going to last even longer. So a lot of people would logically assume, well, that means gold should keep going down, and it's doing the exact opposite. Gold continues throughout. Matter of fact, gold's bumping up on 1800 uh, The December contractors, which is one that everybody's talking about, uh, it's been as high as 1817 this morning. And, and one of the reasons why, is something that the Federal Reserve uh, has done that a lot of people don't know about. Wall Street on Parade, the uh, the Martins exposing something that the Federal Reserve has been bailing out these banks and, 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 and really Wall Street trading houses, uh, and, and most people aren't even aware. Uh, lesson in history. When we created the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve Act going back to 1913, it allowed the Federal Reserve to create what they called the discount window, uh, making loans to Fed member banks, which are engaged in making loans for agriculture, industrial, and commercial purposes. That makes sense, right? Everybody could understand that. The Federal Reserve Act, however, strictly prohibited the Fed from making loans for the purpose of carrying or trading in stocks, bonds, or other investment securities. Of course, look at their balance sheet, right? We, we already know, okay, that, that, that's gone out the window. After 1929, and, and Jason, I know we've talked about this. Congress created the Glass-Steagall Act of 1933. That was very much the Dodd-Frank Act of the Great Depression. The difference was the Glass-Steagall Act actually prevented a lot of the, uh, a lot, almost all of the the male feces that was happening within the banking industry. Of course, Dodd-Frank did none of that. Dodd-Frank, they, they sold us a bill of goods, right? Jason, they, they told us this was going to solve the problem, and, and what we ended up finding out is Dodd-Frank simply eliminated thousands of banks and made these big banks even bigger. It fixed their problem. <laughs> it fixed That's a great, you know what? That's a great point. That's exactly what it did. Hey, yep. it fixed the central bank problem. 
one of the laws in Glass-Steagall, first, it, it, it established the FDIC, right? You know, that $250,000 were all guaranteed. Yeah, if you believe that, then you're dumber than I thought. Back in those days, it was okay, I guess. It, it, was, it was more healthy well, back right then. Well, remember, back in 1933, you know what it started at? $1,000. Oh, it was lower back then. Okay, so it's always thousand dollars. <laughs> Matter yeah. of fact, at the fin- most people forget it was only $100,000 before the financial crisis. It's kind of neat, isn't it? Hey, let's make it two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand. Well, gosh, you would think then when the FDIC's got to have a ton of cash. I mean, really, wouldn't the rule be, okay, well, then a bank can't have more deposits. Any one bank shouldn't have more deposits than what the FDIC has in money to pay out, right? That would make sense. Because if you're going to say 250000 is guaranteed, and J.P. Morgan has $3 trillion in deposits, well, the FDIC better have $3 trillion then. It doesn't. Matter of fact, I think it's what about one hundred and thirty billion. Let me tell you right now, that that probably isn't enough money to bail out Johnson Bank. One hundred and thirty billion dollars. I mean, right now, any bank that doesn't have one hundred and thirty billion dollars in assets is either getting ready to go out of business or it's getting ready to be bought out by another bank. But but neither here nor there. It created the FDIC. It also did something very, very smart. It said it outlawed the merger of any federally insured bank with Wall Street investment banks. Made it illegal. Because investment banks, Jason, are inherently risky. Of course, what happened? Well, the banks didn't like that. So they got Congress in 1999 to repeal that law. And that's how we've gotten the mega banks of today. Do you know, since that law has been changed, that from 1999 to today, that we've lost over two-thirds of all of our banks, Jason? Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've listened to you before I came on the air talk about every year the lo- less and less amount of banks out there, and uh, it's it continues to shrink down to nothing, and it's it is quite the reflection of every other industry out there shrinking the amount of choices you have, Joe. So it's uh, it's getting quite scary that uh, that's kind of how a socialist society is. You you have no choice. There's the there's the state-run corporation or just the government-run whatever it is, and that's your only choice. And we're heading for that, Joe. You say you. With the digital currency, we, you know, you could be right. We could be down to like five banks. You know, that's not uh, that's not a good way to to uh, handle your own finances. And well, there won't be a choice because it'll be digital. On July twenty eighth of last year, and I did not see this. The Federal Reserve announced it was creating a five hundred billion dollar permanent bailout facility for for quote unquote primary dealers primary dealers uh, that's your Wall Street trading houses 
to support what they said, smooth market functioning. And again, this is because there's problems in the bond market. Right? Lack of liquidity is a big issue. The Fed gave the facility the bland-sounding name of Standing Repo Facility, which is probably why nobody paid attention to it. Because I just oh, the repo facility. Yeah, I know. They've been running that. Uh, and basically what the Fed has done is now allowed for a discount window, not only for banks, but for Wall Street trading firms as well, which actually doesn't even have this power, Jason. This shouldn't even be allowed, and yet nobody from Congress has said a word about it. Right, Joe. Well, because we're in a situation, we have a, and we'll hit this on the other side of the break, but we have a fractional reserve lending with the banks. They need deposits to lend out money. But who's going who's gonna to take out a loan with the rates going up, Joe? There's a fundamental problem, and I think that's why the reverse repo market having $2 trillion there, I think that's their stopgap to push this as far down the road as they can. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, gold's up five here, 1795. Uh, silver's actually down a little bit. Silver, uh, right on the precipice here of another, of another breakout, another technical level, uh, which would then set up $22 silver. Right now, silver, uh, about $20.50. Uh, in light of what happened at Mar-a-Lago last night, I, I, I just got an email because I reached out, uh, to one of our suppliers. We were selling, remember the Trump round, Jason? Yes. We, we sold those last week. They still have some. And these there's a lot of different Trump rounds out. I'm telling you, these are the best ones I've seen. Uh, it's kind of hinting at Donald Trump uh, running again in 2024 and, and becoming the 47th president. Uh, if you want some of these Trump rounds, uh, they're $620. Uh, for a roll of 20, uh, which with, with silver uh, up even higher than last time. It's an even better deal today. So we got those Trump rounds, 620 bucks at 800-951-0592. Now, I know we, we're getting a little technical here, okay? but I, I'm getting to a point. So the Federal Reserve, under Dodd-Frank, for them to do an emergency operation, they have to get permission from the Treasury. Right? So that way, we should know. Like I said, why didn't I know it last July about this repo facility? Because that's really, the Fed is saying, with the, with, by creating it, what the Fed is saying is, hey, this debt market isn't working right. And what what they mean by not working right? What does that mean? Not working right? What just simply means? Well, there's they they call a liquidity problem. Let me tell you what it really is. There's not enough people willing to buy the debt for what they want to sell it for at that moment in time. Period. At that moment in time, I'm not willing to pay that. Well, obviously, that would mean what? Well, the, the, how about a lower price? You know, that's that's what price discovery is. Well, what are you willing to pay at this time? So what the Fed has been doing has been loaning this money to these Wall Street banks to pretend like this debt is worth that. But here's what's really interesting. 
And by the way, if you want to see, if you want to look this up yourself, under uh, the Federal Reserve Section 13, uh, Part 3, that they must receive prior approval from the Secretary of the Treasury before they launch these emergency operations. So what did the Fed do? Well, we're just not going to call it an emergency. No, we're just going to call it an open market operation. No emergency here. But if there is no emergency, why do you need the operation? Because you didn't need it before. Matter of fact, the only time you've ever done one of these operations was back there in the financial crisis. So it kind of sounds like it is, right, Jason? That's right. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's a, it's a... Now, one of the other things it's not allowed to do, and this, again, this is after Dodd-Frank, okay? It was part of the, the, the law that the Fed could not, make loans to insolvent institutions or help institutions avoid a bankruptcy filing and the names of the borrowers and the amounts borrowed had to be given to the Senate Banking and House Financial Service Committee seven days. Well, they've been doing this for over a year now. Under the new standing repo facility, the Fed has essentially taken Congress out of the loop because they just said, well, no, it's not an emergency. Oh, it's not one of those. No, no, no. This is just a standard thing. And, oh, by the way, you don't need to know about it. Well, our friends, the Martins at Wall Street on Parade, well, they, they did a little FOIA request. And not only... Uh, by the way, uh, the New York Federal Reserve, which is where this is all taking place, is owned by J.P. Morgan and Merrill Lynch and Goldman Sachs. Right, This is kind of how that works, right? As of last Friday morning, here's where it gets interesting. The Federal Reserve added Morgan Stanley, uh, and then Morgan Stanley's got, like, three or four different names. They're all in here. But it's Morgan Stanley to the list of the counterparties at its, quote, standing repo facility. Of course, the trading unit uh, uh, of the mega bank is already a counterparty to two other Fed facilities. Essentially, Jason, the Fed now has allowed Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, Citigroup, B of A, uh, all of these mega banks now to borrow money from three different Fed operations without having to declare an emergency, without having to say that these institutions may be on the verge of bankruptcy, and most importantly, without having to notify the public. Right, Joe. Uh, it's interesting because you know they've been rising, you know, raising the rates this year, and they've got it up there a little bit now. But uh, you know, people were getting even loans in the high twos, the low threes. But I, I know my, a friend of my wife; she's she's been quoted a possible four point one percent. Well, that doesn't match how much they've been raising the rates, Joe. So they, I think they're trying to figure out how to uh, sugarcoat what's going on and and give people low rates to keep the uh, 
keep the borrowing out there because you know who can borrow at the rates where they're going, right, Joe? So they need more money. They need they need something. They need something uh, finagled to make things work, don't they? Yeah. Well, listen to this. So under this rule, thirteen three, if you go back from nineteen thirty two to nineteen thirty six, so you know the Great Depression, only a hundred and twenty three loans were made in this act. Guess what the total was? This is hilarious. It's probably huge. Now it was the 30s. Uh, the loans totaled $1.5 million. Oh, well. This is right now, like you got to remember. <laughs> they, well, you got to remember. There's no mega banks. Right? We didn't have all these. You know, banks were small oh, banks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go fast forward to the last time, uh, December 07. Through 2010, they did it to the tune of $29 trillion. And now the Federal Reserve is saying, well, you know what? We, 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 we've got all these windows open all the time now. How bad is it? How dangerous is this house of cards? Pizzerito News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour, and and again, this is this is what happens when you let the wolf guard the hen house. This is what happens: the male feces, all of this stuff. Uh, it, you, we we don't have true price discovery. It's something uh, that that I've been railing against really since the financial crisis. Right? They're trying to prevent price discovery. Uh, they used it with quantitative easing. The Fed's now using it again illegally. Illegally. Oh, well, we're just not going to call it an emergency. Well, then what is it? If it's not an emergency, why are you loaning money to to Wall Street Mega Institute? Because clearly you're not allowed to. Right? You're only supposed to do it for what? <coughs> Commercial loans? Right, business loans, right? You're not supposed to be doing it for stock trading and, and other market type things, Jason. This is this but but again, this is why people are gonna be so caught off guard. This is how they wipe them out. How do these bubbles get created? This is how. Everything the Fed does and, and everything that they are is illegal. They were created illegally, Joe. So I, anytime the Fed does something illegal it doesn't shock me ever <laughs> everything that it, it's 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 a uh, it's a corrupt corporate uh structure that's to enrich the the people that own it and to uh it, it's at the the cost of the uh, the average taxpayer i mean we didn't have federal income tax but 1913 they created the federal income tax because they needed the person that uh, the agency the irs which has 87,000 more agents now uh, more than doubled it to collect for them we did have federal income tax. Andrew Jackson paid off the entire national debt after getting rid of his central bank, the second bank of the United States, and uh, paid off the national debt. The only president to do it, and he did it by getting rid of a central bank. And then there was he had uh, surpluses, which then he paid back to the states because it was all about tariffs, overseas tariffs, and westward land movement. You don't even need federal just income think, tax, Joe. Don't need it. Just think about that. Just think about that. Could you imagine... States could get money from the the the, the government and uh, because we ran surpluses. Yep. 
right? And, and instead of now, what, what are they? Oh, we're going to give you money. We don't have any money to give you. We, we're going to go into even more debt. Uh, and, and it's just, uh, and again, look at the last piece of legislation, the, their, in, <laughs> their inflation legislation. What did they do? They essentially made outside of uh, the U.S. military and maybe the Postal Service, uh, all of a sudden the IRS is going to have more employees than the rest of the federal government. Yep, uh, you just need more guys to squeeze that lemon a little tighter, Joe. Get every drop out. That's that's what that is. Squeeze every drop. That that's all the IRS does. You know, and, 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 and I'm wondering what people are thinking. What do you think they're really going to do with all these IRS agents? Honestly, do you really think eighty-seven thousand of them that they're 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 out there going after the? The tax cheats. I mean, literally, that's what they're saying. Oh, you know what? You, we're all just a bunch of cheaters. Listen, they're going to take our wealth, pure and simple. Why? Because we have these debts that have to be paid. Period. Uh, by the way, these rate hikes. Just think about every point of rate hike. Do you know how much more expensive it becomes to fund the federal government? <laughs> a lot. Do, do you know how much? We're talking hundreds of billions of dollars per point. And now we're saying, hey, we're going to zero. I, I think 4 percent is probably too low. Uh, could we see, as Jason said, the New York Fed is as a scenario where, hey, it may be 6 or 7 percent. I mean, we're talking about by the time we're done here, we could add an extra trillion dollars a year just to try to support the weight of all this debt, Jason. That's correct, Joe. You got they got to get the inflation under control, and and we don't know what's going on. You know the the stuff that went on with Trump today is, is the, the the timing is suspicious. You know what's actually going on. What what you know? Why is there eighty seven thousand more IRS agents? Especially if you go into if your plan is to go to a digital currency, doesn't that kind of cut the usefulness of the IRS? You don't need as many. Well, well, and it, well, do right? You, do you? Because I'm going to tell you right now. I think they go hand in hand. They're going to determine how much digital currency you get. I mean, I, I just, I, I think that's exactly what this is about. Because, listen, someone's got to pay. There are no more bank bailouts. They made that perfectly clear. Right? Instead, they're bank bail-ins. Well, what does a bail-in mean? That means the unsecured creditors, an unsecured creditor. Anybody that loans the bank money. Well, who loans the bank money? Well, when you deposit money into your bank, that's what you're doing. Now, they don't only say it like that, but that's what you're doing. Uh, as, as the law goes, when you put your money into that bank, the bank owns the money. Period. You, me, everybody else is an unsecured creditor. Now, unsecured creditor, what does that mean? Well, simply means whatever assets are left of the failed institution get sold off. And then they get paid out to the people that lent 
the money to the bank. There's an order. Right? Who gets paid first and who gets paid last? Well, guess who gets paid last? You guessed it. The unsecured creditor. Period. By the way, the FDIC's got about $130 billion. How much do you think you're really going to get? It's a Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. We got the Donald Trump uh, Silver Rounds. They're awesome, spectacular. $620 on the Trump uh, rounds on the gold side. I got uh, U.S. $5 liberties. Uh, you got to save a little money here at, at $600 on a $5 gold piece at 800 951 Gold's up 7 1797 uh, Silver's down about $0.10 cents here, $20.50. Uh, Wall Street's down, but not a ton. Uh, by the way, Ford just announced, listen to this, Jason, 15% increase on the Ford F-150 electric truck. Uh, You will not be able to buy one for less than $50,000 starting with the year 2023, which probably comes out, what, in a few months. Yeah. It was was $40,000 now going to be... Forty-seven thousand plus tax plus delivery. So let's call it what it is: fifty grand, and that's for the the no frills one. You want the nice one? Hundred grand. I don't know what it'll be when uh, America has to make all the chips that go in there instead of Taiwan. Yeah, and listen, which listen, is coming. They just flat out said the cost of everything significantly more expensive. This inflation, it's not stopping. This is what I tried to tell you last week. Get your assets protected. Uh, get your get your money into gold. Or call my son Joey. Listen, he, he was on last week talking about uh, a, a minimum twenty five thousand. Uh, you can get into an annuity that's not tied to Wall Street. Gives you a five plus percent return. Plus, uh, because they're such a great company at Northwestern Mutual, they pay you a dividend of over five percent. 602-909-9048. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of things that you need to consider with, with what's getting ready to happen, and uh, nobody has the, the, the actual blueprint of what's going to happen, Joe, but uh, just keep listening, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be able to uh, at least stay at least a step ahead of it because, you know, it's, it's not like these guys uh, uh, don't telegraph what they're doing. It's just that the timing of it. It's just hard to get the timing down, Joe. If we could figure out when they're going to do things, yeah. it would help. Well, and again, I've been telling everyone October, we'll see. Things are getting weird. Uh, Robert Schiller, he's a housing guru. This is a June number, by the way. 824,000 single-family homes are under construction in the month of June. That was more than any time since October of 2006, right? Are we headed, dude, I don't know. Are we headed for another housing crash? That was That's an astronomical amount of houses, and all the new, uh, the, the new home builders have seen that it's stopped, that they they're, they're have stopped building 
Uh, they're saying that the number of homes on market jumped 31% from the same period last year. That is a record high increase in number of homes for sale year over year, uh, according to Bloomberg, Jason. So not great news out of housing today at all. No, and and I, I just I'll keep going back to we don't know for sure what will happen with the pricing on these homes, Joe. But I don't think it'll shrink and crash as much as some of these guys are saying out there. That hey, still up seventeen percent year over year, yep. right? Still up. So yep. there's a lot of dollars Jason coming on the roost, Joe. A lot of dollars coming on the roost.